0: I don't know when music died, but it was sick for a long time. Music used to really slap. I want to go music back. Music was better. Was better. Was better.
1: Was better. Music
0: was better. The podcast! Hey everyone, welcome back to Music Was Better, the podcast where we talk about songs that are good, comments that are bad. My name is Vince. And the waves. <laughs> Um,
1: my name is Sammers, and since you've abandoned me, my whole life is crying.
0: All right. <laughs> what is that reference to?
1: That's in one of the songs we're talking about.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I think. I could have the lyrics wrong. You know me, classic lyrics wrong, Sammers.
0: Yeah, that is uh, one of your nicknames on Wikipedia. Yep. Indeed. Right next to old bowling ball head. <laughs> <laughs> <It was me. laughs> oh, wait, I'm thinking of a different different person. Sorry.
1: Um, who else do you call the term of endearment bowling ball head? <laughs> who is she? Uh,
0: uh, Roseanne when she's singing the national anthem. You <laughs> should do that song someday. What the fuck? <laughs> Talk about the national anthem was better. <laughs> Alrighty. We're continuing our summer celebration. With a couple more all-time summer party anthems. Yeah, baby. Starting off with maybe the most cheery and happy song that's ever existed. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's talk. Let's
1: get right into it. I'm walking, on sunshine. It's feel good. Hey. Oh. walking on Sunshine is a 1985 hit. Single by Katrina and the Waves. The song was originally originally written for the band's debut album in 1983, but was re-recorded and released on the band's 1985 self-titled album, where it found its greatest success.
0: This band was, like, really big in Canada at that time. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, that's what got them through. Hmm. But not nothing anywhere else.
1: mm the band features Katrina Leskinich on guitar and vocals, Alex Cooper on drums, Vince Data Cruz on bass, and Kimberly Rue on lead guitar and as the pr- band's primary songwriter. Walking on Sunshine was written by Rue, who said of the song, quote, I'd love to say Walking on Sunshine relates to a significant event in my life, like walking out of my front door, seeing a comment, and being inspired but it's just a piece of simple fun and optimistic song despite us not being outstandingly cheery people. <laughs> okay. Uh
0: fun fact, Kimberly Rue, a man. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never ah. heard I mean like Kelly,
1: Yeah, Kelly or Jamie, know,
0: Pat. Tracy
1: sometimes.
0: Yeah, I've heard I've never heard Kimberly though. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Those Canadians Kimberly Rue is, uh, is from Britain. Oh, the... half the members Why are... Why didn't
1: you tell me that? I would have read in my great accent.
0: Oh, gee, I must have forgot that you would do that <laughs> if I said that, so I didn't do it. Uh, like, half the members are from America, and half the members are from...
1: Wow, little pawn jumpers. The good
0: old UK.
1: Pawn jumpers, eh? Um. Well, despite their success, Katrina and the Waves were dropped by Capitol Records following their 1986 album... Quote, they thought we were the new monkeys, the beach boys, Leskinich said in twenty ten. But we weren't even that kind of band. We were cooler. I thought I was Nico from the Velvet Underground. Black turtlenecks eyeliner, no smiling in photographs. (laughs) The singer of Walking on Sunshine just (laughs) looks like Steve Jobs and it's just like not smiling. I'm walking on sunshine.
0: Whoa Yeah, it's weird you know, is it is it cool that they didn't like lean into it or is it better that they just whatever happened to them?
1: I don't know. I mean they they could do whatever they want, but maybe have a little better attitude.
0: I think think they're
1: cooler than everyone.
0: I mean I think everyone wants to be the Velvet Underground, but
1: I don't even know who they are. (laughs) not a joke. The group shared in the song's publishing rights and the royalties that are typically to the songwriter have been divided among the band members. The royalties from airplay and advertisements have been very lucrative. According to a former employee of the record label EMI, the song was, quote, the crown jewel in EMI's catalog, end quote. And it ranked among EMI's highest earners from advertisements with advertisers, typically paying $150,000 150000 to $200,000 per year to use the song.
0: I can't think of a commercial that this was in, but it's definitely in a lot of commercials. Oh,
1: yeah. I remember one vividly. It was for, like, um, some sort of pill, probably anti-depression. Oh, yeah. Because, um... When I was in elementary school, I would always watch Good Morning America before school, because I woke up way early. As
0: as one does. High
1: high anxiety. Like, I probably should have been taking the pill that was being advertised. (laughs) But it was like, I used to be depressed. Now I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa! If you want to be walking on sunshine, whoa! Call your doctor and
0: ask about (laughs) Zerloft. I feel like it would be good for like a, a a a feminine sanitation product as well.
1: Oh, probably. There's, you know, what else? Maybe I. Maybe it was not antidepressant. Maybe it was like Claritin.
0: I'm sure it was like or
1: Allegra. All-
0: oh, allergy a, a, that medication. Familiar. Yeah. yeah. That's cool about the songs' publishing rights, though. Like Kimberly Rue wrote the song, but it's just like all our songs are by Katrina and the Waves, which is. Just a better way to be, I think.
1: That is cool, because it probably avoided a lot of conflict within the band.
0: Right, and plus, uh, you know, them being a stereotypical one-hit wonder, it probably uh, helped, you know, all of them just, like, be able to live off of this. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of bands in that position probably aren't, weren't able to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. They are able to buy all the black
1: eyeliners and black turtlenecks that they wanted. In August 2015, the song was acquired by BMG Rights Management for 10 million pounds, or is that euros? No, that's 10 million pounds, along with all of the other songs written by Rue and Katrina and the Waves.
0: Yeah, that's the thing that people do now, where they just buy. So now they're the ones getting 150 thousand to 200 thousand per year for the for the song, you know? And then that gets like trickled down to the. Band members? No, that they're bought out completely. Oh for that much. Which if they're really getting if they got two hundred thousand per year multiple times, they they probably made a bad deal. Um But yeah, so now if you if you're interested in a song, feel free to pirate it. Don't pay for it. Yeah, fucking
1: BMJ rights management. More like no rights for artists.
0: I mean ten million pounds of rights. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> 10 million pounds of rights? Sounds like my (laughs) ex-girlfriend.
1: Right turns?
0: Was she FedEx? No left turns? (laughs) No, she was a staunch conservative. Uh,
1: Not Karen. When Hurricane Katrina devastated much of the U.S. Gulf Coast in 2005, the MSNBC program Countdown with Keith Olbermann dubbed its coverage of the storm Katrina and the Waves.
0: So cool. Why? To make a, you know... Tragedy. A a fun pun out of a tragedy. Yeah,
1: very cool, Keith. Very cool. A New York Times reporter contacted Katrina Leskinich, who said, quote, Is she British? She's American. The first time I opened the paper and saw Katrina kills nine, it was a bit of a shock. I hope that the true spirit of walking on sunshine will prevail. I would hate for the title to be tinged with sadness, and I will have to do my own part to help turn that around. She also expressed her hope that Walking on Sunshine would become an anthem for the Gulf Coast recovery.
0: She's like, oh, uh, hey, FEMA, would you like to license this for 200000 per year? <laughs> it would go great with the Gulf Coast recovery.
1: And FEMA's like, hell yeah, we got all this money laying around, don't know what to do with it. <laughs> Here, take it. That's what saves people, right? Songs? We
0: don't... Vibes? Uh, we don't direct money towards where it's needed, so yeah, that's a good one.
1: Did I ever tell you about the, like, fucked up billboard I saw on my way to work for FEMA? First of all, why does FEMA have a billboard? No idea. It said, if you can save up for your wedding, you can save up for a natural disaster.
0: <laughs> so I was like... Pardon? We're not paying for you next time. <laughs>
1: yeah! I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the hell? I, I, like, had to go past it, like, four times to be like, this is from FEMA? Huh?
0: Yeah. Uh, Katrina really missed an opportunity here. She should have went full Kanye and said, yeah. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah. But Katrina and the waves do. That would have been so cool.
1: And the happier things. The Muppets covered the tune in 1993, sung... By Clifford with Gonzo and Rizzo the
0: Rat. Who's Clifford? He's a member of the band.
1: Oh.
0: I had to to look up his picture to see who that was. Okay. And I didn't recognize him.
1: (laughs) Dolly Parton sang a country version for 1996's covers album Treasures, and pop duo Allie and AJ gave it a modern twist for their debut album Into the Rush in 2005. (laughs) The Allie and AJ version appeared on... Herbie, fully loaded.
0: What a what a film!
1: I've never seen it.
0: Me neither. No, no Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Walking on Sunshine also appeared in a mashup with Beyonce's Halo on the television show Glee. I never want to hear that. The single release of that song reached number forty on the Billboard Hot One Hundred because,
0: of course, it did. Yeah, Glee. I watched Glee season one and. I regret that more than Facebook posts I made ten years ago. <laughs> I it more than, which is probably what I was writing Facebooks about ten years ago.
1: Yeah, and who's watching oh, Glee tonight? No Glee tonight. Who's with me? I hope they do another mashup with Katrina and the Waves and Beyonce.
0: "Marry me, Leo Michelle."
1: <laughs> Too bad she can't read this Facebook post.
0: <laughs> Have you heard those
1: conspiracy theories that she's illiterate?
0: No, Uh, I have not.
1: Well, now you have. The official music video for the song that we're talking about by Katrina and the Waves has 70 million views on YouTube. That's a lot more than our recent Yeah, most, like,
0: 80s whatever songs don't have that many. Yeah, they have, like,
1: 20 million tops. I didn't
0: look when it was added, but I think it's been up there a while
1: yeah so maybe
0: that's part of it but just like this song is just like
1: what's that song i heard in that commercial
0: it's just a great song to wake up to in the morning you know it's a great song to play when you walk into work walk into school give yourself a positive attitude you know this is a happy song are you being serious? Yeah. It's like one you of the happiest like songs. Song? It's one of the happiest songs I've ever heard. And you like it? Yeah. Oh, I agree with the I
1: never knew that about you.
0: I agree with all the commenters who wrote like this is the happiest song ever. I just was click We would have been doing this episode 2 hours ago, but I was just clicking like on every one of them. Like I Are agree. you being thumbs serious? Up. I can't tell. Well, not the thumbs up part, but I do like, like the, the song. song. Yeah. Wow. You can't listen to this song and not feel good.
1: I can. I gotta be honest, this song, I do not like it at all. Like, wow. it's a song that I've heard too many times,
0: you know? It never gets old to me, never.
1: I'm I'm happy for you. I think
0: you hate the second song we're doing, so I it evens out. I don't, actually. I don't hate any songs. All songs, <laughs> all songs have value.
1: What about the soundtrack from Not Another Teen
0: Movie? I wouldn't know what's on it. <laughs> There's probably actually songs I like on it. The movie, on the other hand. Don't get me started! <laughs> Well, don't get me started on that, but hey, let's get started reading these YouTube comments. Because I think that song was good, but these comments are bad. Uh, Or might be. Let's scroll down. Here's the first comment here from Kevin Farrell. Mm. This song could shake the cobwebs out of a hangover. The body has to shake, shimmy, and move.
1: To get rid of a hangover?
0: Yeah, this is it.
1: Oh. Usually if I shake, shimmy, or move, when I have a hangover,
0: it does not help. This song would not help me. Sorry. I No, I agree. I don't think any song could help me not have a hangover. Except for the, the song of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Which is? Hallelujah? Um, hallelujah. I don't know. <laughs>
1: That's why you go to church every Sunday for your hangover, just to hear the one song, "Hallelujah."
0: That's why I go to church every once every twenty-five years. <laughs> almost do another another decade. I almost do for another visit. <laughs> uh, here's a comment from Aaron Lisa Butler. My favorite song back in my teens, and it still makes me drop everything and grin like a fool. And dance when I hear it. Or even think about it. Because back then, we didn't have texts or emails. We waited for a letter. Because long distance <laughs> calls were so expensive.
1: <laughs> Everyone worth talking for was long distance. Or, well, I guess, it wasn't it if you used to call a different county? Wasn't that considered long distance? So maybe she has
0: a point. But I think her point is that this was her... Favorite song because she didn't have text or emails. If I had text or emails, I wouldn't even like this song. (laughs) Do you think she used text or email now? I'm guessing you need an email to sign up for (laughs) YouTube.
1: Wow. Waiting for a letter. The only way to communicate back in 1985. Wow. Not even a fax
0: machine. Oh, no. That's before their time. Here's a comment from Hamish K. The perfect song when you're on the beach in summer playing volleyball and drinking at the bar watching the sunset. This makes me, this makes the feel amazing.
1: Which one is it? On the beach playing volleyball or drinking at the bar watching the sunset?
0: You're doing both. Like you serve. Oh, you you serve
1: Mrs. Delphi. You serve,
0: you run to the bar, have a sip, and like, oh, the sunset, run back, and then... Return. Yeah. Return volley. I
1: that's, guess that makes sense. That's why it's
0: called volleyball, because you return volleys.
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: okay. knew I knew that off the top of my head. I learned it today from you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Hamish K. Thank you, Hamish K. Here's another comment from Denise Stinnett. Sixty eight years old, and this song comes on anywhere I am, you see Granny bust a move. <laughs> go denise
1: <laughs> i bet she maybe she's always hung over that's why she always has to shake shimmy and move
0: yeah here's a comment from ninety nine eighty eight scooter girl scooter girl scoot scoot beep beep scooting any of these comments like i remember this song came on my walkman just as i was finishing a letter my <gasps> my european lover had written saying he would be in nyc the next weekend never before or since has moment and music blended so perfectly for me.
1: Uh, I don't know. I could th- probably think of a better song if I was in that situation. I don't think a European lover I don't think she's, like,
0: would, like, talking imaginary. I'm talking, she's thinking, like, what's actually happened to her?
1: Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I, for a European lover, I would think a song, like, more, like, mysterious or with Oh, I'm sorry. With symbolism. There could be a better song, but it's not the one she heard. (laughs) Okay, Scooter Girl. Do you think it's true?
0: I think the real issue is here she's not been listening to enough music in the important moments of her life.
1: That's true. And it doesn't even say if she met up with him or...
0: For me, it was when I was listening to Green Day's Good Riddance and I found out my half-Nazi grandfather had died.
1: (laughs) For me, it was... Um, walking on broken glass when I walked on the beer bottle that I broke over my own head yesterday.
0: foreshadowing <laughs> uh, our next comment comes from mr Evolution five one three. This really is a credible feel-good song. I get very annoyed when people say the same about a certain song that came out the year after this one. Starship built this city. <laughs>
1: They're trying to be all mysterious, like, a certain song, and then they just write a Starship, we built this city.
0: (laughs) Incredible feel-good song. I mean, that is a... I would be annoyed if people said that, too, but uh, it's not.
1: They don't... People don't really say that about built this city, right? Don't they say it's, like, a bad song? Mr.
0: Evolution's friends. Uh, More like de-evolution, you know? Yeah. People like that song that much. That much. Here's a comment from Artist Without Talent. Hmm. True story. I heard a mashup with this and Chemical Warfare by Slayer. Surprisingly good. You should check it out. And I immediately felt compelled to listen to it a second time. It took that second time for me to realize that what I liked was listening to this song unironically. Don't get me wrong, this is a phenomenal song, but I haven't felt like I was walking on sunshine in several years. I missed it.
1: Missed it? Missed what? Did I miss it too? Is that why I don't like this song? I feel like I haven't been walking on sunshine? Or did he miss this song?
0: He missed the feeling.
1: Oh. Why didn't they comment this on that song? On the mashup?
0: (laughs) I don't (laughs) know.
1: Maybe they did. Maybe they commented on both. Maybe. And the Chemical Warfare single by Slayer.
0: Maybe. Here's a comment from Stefan and Sewan. Nine days ago. Whoa. 1983. I was 10 years old. Winky smiley face. (laughs) Such good memories. My 14-year-old son likes it so much. When I talk how the 70s, 80s, and 90s was... It makes me happy that he asks me this every time. Hmm. Hmm. He is talking also to God. He wants to reborn in nineteen seventy three, my uh. birth date. Heart prayer. I love my son. Two thousand eight to twenty twenty two. He has changed so much. Smiley face. What the fuck? the
1: The son wants to like reincarnate in nineteen seventy three. So that
0: they can date their mom oh! like. or dad. <laughs> I'm my own
1: dad. <laughs> um, also, can you remind me what year the song came out? It's 1983, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was 1985.
0: Oh yeah, it was originally in 1983, but it wasn't a hit till 1985.
1: So, oh okay, so they oh they were ahead of the time. They knew the song before it was before it was big time.
0: Maybe. Maybe they just looked it up on to see the internet.
1: How, wanted to write that they were 10 years old in 1983. No relevance to the song or the comment. Right. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, would you want to, to reborn in
0: 1973?
1: Uh, no. If you had to reborn, which year would you reborn in?
0: 1972. Oh, much better than 1973. I don't know. Then uh,
1: you could find this kid and beat him up. Maybe off.
0: like 68, actually. Because then you could be 68 or 67, because then you would be like, to like the mid to late 80s, you'd be a teenager in and in, in your 20s. Mm. You know, because you could drink at 18 then. So by 1986, you could be drinking in bars. When did they change that? Probably like that next year. <laughs> Or maybe it was earlier. 1984. I don't know.
1: Well, you who's asked me questions
0: out. that I couldn't possibly know. Well, you
1: you said it so matter of fact you could drink when you, at bars in 1986 at 18. Anyway, sorry for asking a question. Don't need to sorry. You want
0: to scroll down? Here's a comment from Lewis Kingsley. I don't clearly remember if I heard it in J.C. or Sears publicity. Publicity. I think they mean an ad.
1: Oh, or, or publicly. Or publicly,
0: like, I don't
1: remember where
0: <laughs> I was, JCPenney or Sears. God,
1: it's going to bother me. It's going to bother me. the same store. They both don't exist anymore. Oh, Sorry. My.
0: They don't? Does that mean I, I, I don't, mean I don't have to pay off that credit card? <laughs> uh, I
1: don't know. Ask
0: Jeeves. <laughs> uh, and our last comment comes from Decklerk Vapor. There is an idea of Katrina and the Waves. But there is no real band, only an entity, something illusory. Illusory? And though you can see their performance and you can hear their distinct sound, and maybe you can sense that your musical values are somewhat comparable, they simply are not there.
1: So told I don't, the band is not a band? What the fuck? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it!
0: Oh, that was the comments for Walking on Sunshine, a song that Sam doesn't even like and didn't tell me until we started recording.
1: I didn't, I thought maybe it's just because of
0: Summary. I didn't know you actually
1: liked it.
0: Why would I do a song I don't like? I never do that. The well,
1: songs I pick? Because of Summary. I don't
0: know! We've never done a song I didn't like except for California Girls by.
1: Yeah, I was listening to our playlist today on Spotify, which y'all should check out. Can we take that song off? I just don't (laughs) want to be associated with that song at all. California Girls by Gretchen Wilson,
0: that is. Right. Yeah, no one should... Yeah, that could be like a deep cut that only the real ones know.
1: Yeah, so we can delete it off the playlist, right? Yeah, we can it. came on, it was so... And then my phone would not skip it. (laughs) I, like, pressed it a million times, it would not skip. You're just
0: pressing, like... Like. Like and (laughs) repeat, repeat, replay. Add to all my playlists. (laughs) Right, send to my friends. Share with the president. Speaking of sharing
1: with the president, you should share this podcast with your president and closest friends.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of room on our cruise ship. If you want to start listening and have your friends listen, then we all can be on the cruise ship together. But good news, you won't get depressed for, like, seven to eight months. Right. So the
1: first the first few months will feel like we're walking on sunshine. More like sailing on sunshine,
0: am I right? No, it's not a sailboat.
1: More like cruising on
0: sunshine, am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah oh, you can captain, also, my captain. You can also follow us on social media at Music was Better. On Twitter. Facebook. Instagram. And TikTok. Or check out Linktree slash better to links to all of those or to subscribe. But for now, let's go walk on some broken glass.
1: Yes, finally! Walking on Broken Glass is a song from Scottish singer Annie Lennox's 1992 album, Diva. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I had to describe anyone in the whole world as a diva, I think the last country I would choose would be Scotland. <laughs> so it's funny that she named her album that. Like, when you think of a diva, where do you I think, think this that would like, be from? I think this
0: is, like, pre-diva discourse, before VH1's divas aired. Oh, really? This is, like...
1: Then what did it mean?
0: It just, just like, means, woman... It just means whatever it means. But now <laughs> it means something else.
1: means like a woman who gets what she wants, sometimes has a negative connotation. I don't think it has a negative connotation, but other people do.
0: A diva, the the traditional definition is a famous female opera singer.
1: Oh, there you go. Or a famous female
0: singer. Or a self-important person who is temperamental and difficult to please. That one seems sexist.
1: That was my own judgments coming out. Wow.
0: No, but like diva has taken on like this new meaning. Like, oh, is this person diva? Are are they a diva?
1: Yeah, mm. I should be smarter. The single peaked at number one in Canada, number eight in the UK and Ireland, and number fourteen in the US. Another um, Canadian favorite. They yeah. must really like walk in, eh?
0: They they love walking. They put on
1: their boots. They barely get to
0: do it. They gotta be snowshoeing most of the days. Oh they
1: yes, walking in their snowshoes. They put on their boots. Go get some Tim. Hortons?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Some Tim, that's what they say. Go get some Tim. (laughs) Down here we get trim. Up there they get Tim. Who's really right?
1: No, they get they get a cup of Tim,
0: we get a cup of Joe. I did that. I saw this song described as adult pop, and in eh? 1992, that's definitely what I thought of it. I was like, this is whatever, but it's more like for my stepmom than for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like...
1: is that why I like it so much? Because I'm a stepmom?
0: Yep. <laughs> stepmom anthem.
1: Woo! I love walking on broken glass! Where my ladies at!
0: <laughs> or maybe I just think that because... Annie Lennox and my stepmom have the same haircut. This is a dumb question, but is Annie Lennox a
1: photographer?
0: No, that's Annie, uh, is that Annie Leibovitz? Oh, maybe. And who's saying Sweet Dreams? Yeah, Annie Leibovitz. Are made of these? That was Annie Lennox and her band, the Eurythmics.
1: Oh, okay. Wow, I thought I was going crazy. Okay. Well, back to the song. Contrary to the lifting melody, the lyrics describe a woman who is anguished over a breakup. The guy in the song has smashed her to pieces, which now
0: feel like broken glass beneath her feet. Ugh. Oh. I mean, sure. Like, hey, hey, uh, here's some advice. Uh, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of, a Rebound? This is before they had Rebounds. You just had, aye, to, aye, aye. You just had to walk on broken glass
1: yeah which was your own body wow if your body was smashed you to pieces how would you walk on it anyway
0: with crutches
1: <laughs> just <the laughs> your crutches and you're just just the crutches walking on glass
0: okay that's very funny to me keep on crutching on broken glass <laughs>
1: Oh, Lennox had been through some rather intense relationships, including with former Eurythmics bandmate Dave Stewart, as well as a short-lived marriage in 1984. But in this song, she was likely playing a role. In later years, she cited diva tracks like Why and Precious as being very personal. But Walking on Broken Glass doesn't fit that category.
0: It's like, what. They wrote that just, like, very mm-hmm. matter-of-factually on uh, Song Facts, but I'm like, why not? Yeah. Why Why couldn't Annie Lennox be anguished over a breakup? I, I didn't really... Well, she didn't say... ...understand that.
1: <laughs> Lennox explained how she got into character in 1992. Quote, I've always loved R&B, and I had that in mind when I was singing. In fact, I'd think of myself as a very old black man... And I know I've got no right to imagine. I know what that is, but in my way, I stepped into that persona. Oh, Annie!
0: Yeah, what are <laughs> uh, Maybe don't say that. What are quotes? Annie Lennox wishes weren't in print, and in, tw- in twenty-eight years later,
1: yeah, Uh, this
0: one, Alex. <laughs>
1: The video for the song was based on the 1988 movie Dangerous Liaisons, with elaborate costumes inspired by the film, which was set in France during the 1700s. John Malkovich, who starred in the movie, also appeared in the video, as did Hugh Laurie, who would go on to play House. Dr. House was walking on broken glass with his cane! That's why he has a cane! He cut up his feet on the broken glass. I solved it all!
0: (laughs) The, um... A lot of the comments here were like, John Malkovich and Hugh Laurie, this video has more stars than most Hollywood movies. <laughs> it's like, settle down.
1: Isn't John Malkovich an author?
0: No, it's an actor. Oh. Who
1: am I thinking of?
0: I don't know. <laughs> You're having a great uh, a great song here. You, yeah. you don't know who anyone is.
1: I don't. That's my the life.
0: Photographer, the song by the photographer yep. Annie Leibovitz mm-hmm. and the author John Malkovich. And
1: John Malkovich was in the
0: And the music porn video. star Hugh Laurie.
1: Huge Laurie. <laughs> the MTV audience had little interest in Lennox or Dangerous Liaisons, but VH1 played it in heavy rotation. VH1 was like the more adult channel. Yeah,
0: that's what, that's what I'm saying. Adult pop. Mm-hmm. Now there is no adult pop. Does VH1 still exist? Only adults stop. <laughs> stop trying to be young. Please. I think it does, and it's just, uh. Basketball Wives. Basketball Wives. And yeah, Basketball is on there. What else is on there? Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. I think something like, like that. Oh, something called, like, w- Wags? Something like. What? It's, like, called, like, Atlanta Wags or something like that. Dogs? Wives and Girlfriends. Oh. Uh, Interesting. I just know that because Brandy Rhodes was on it for a year. Really? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Lennox said of the music video, quote, This was a wonderful video to create. There were some wonderful people involved. John Malkovich, not the author, (laughs) and Hugh Laurie, not the porn star, (laughs) before he had an American accent. That was tremendous fun. The idea of it being a period piece, like Les Liaisons Dangerous, (laughs) <laughs> the alternative title for Broken Glass could easily have been, Hell hath no more fury than a woman scorned. <laughs> the video is very wry and tongue-in-cheek. People can take me a little seriously sometimes, but I do actually have a rather radical sense of humor.
0: Something that people say when they definitely have a real a sense of humor.
1: Yeah. Maybe they take you so seriously because you're such a well-known photographer, Annie. <laughs> They're giving you respect.
0: I'm going to take this show out of the music category on podcasts. <laughs> what People are going to come for our heads if they keep hearing all this. Put it into, like, hobbies.
1: The song won the Most Performed Song Award at the 1994 ASCAP. <laughs> ASC... Cap I can't say that without saying "ass." ASCAP
0: Pop Music Awards. I looked very hard to find out what most performed song means. Right. Um, I think it means, like, most karaoke
1: How (laughs) would you even measure that? I really
0: don't even know. Or most, like, covered or most... Okay. It doesn't even make... It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I never even heard of that category. It's like when the ASCAP charges people for playing songs that they own, Mm. you know... So I don't know if they keep track of, yeah, we sent out 500 bills for this song. As cap, No cap. The official music video... cap is not bussin'.
1: <laughs> no cap. The official music video has 25 million views on YouTube. Great example. That's like way not as much as Walking on Sunshine.
0: Yeah. It's like a third. I feel like you listen to Walking on Sunshine, you can listen to it three times in a row. I could listen but this to this song, three times in a row. once, around. you're just like, that's No enough. way. Next song, I'm living
1: please. in an empty room. That's a lyric?
0: Yep. <laughs> also, uh, a description of my apartment when you met me. Ugh. Just a mattress on the floor. Well, how many of the commenters do you think live in an empty room? Um, hopefully none, but we'll guess we'll have to find out.
1: Living in an empty room might be kind of freeing. Like, oh, it's empty. (laughs) Wait, if you're living in an empty room, it's not empty because you're in it. So when is the room truly empty? How do you live in an
0: empty room? Sam, has anyone ever told you you could be a philosopher? Yes. (laughs) I'm like
1: Socrates. Socrates (laughs) nods.
0: Let's just talk. Let's just read some comments. Okay. Our first comment comes from Jennifer Gonzalez. This song on the radio fascinated me as a little kid. It was fancy, but there's broken glass? <laughs> a conflicting concept. Finally saw the music video in my late 20s, and my inner kid was thrilled. Like my burner account. <laughs> like, Are you not <laughs> allowed to be- This song does
1: sound fancy.
0: Do you think that fancy people don't break glasses? Never. This kind of like building up of the of the bourgeois is what's wrong with the world. People think they're so perfect. They put them on the pedestal. Oh, you think the Kardashians never broke a glass? No, they break glasses every day because they're dumb. And it helps. Finally. And it helps with um, the show's ratings too to break glasses. Finally figured out why you don't like this song. I never said I don't like it. <laughs> You're the one who doesn't like my pick. This
1: song is fancy.
0: Okay. Here's a comment from Vivian Pickering. First time I ever saw this video and I've heard this song just about in every supermarket or store I've gone into. LOL. I looked it up today because I dreamed about Annie last night. I dreamed we met and became good friends. In the dream, I told her that I liked the vulna- vulnerability I hear in her vocal performances. I pointed out what I was saying in this song there in the dream. What? This, this is, is this is why you don't <laughs> like. Don't tell me about your dreams. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it, Vivian. And if you're gonna tell me, make it make sense.
1: Yeah. Or at least make it fun. Like, me and Annie were working on a cruise ship. It was all Walking on Sunshine until it was Walking on Broken Glass.
0: Wow. That would be a good mashup. Like, this song, that song into this song. It's like, whoa, Um, life is...
1: Walking on broken glass. Life is dark.
0: Uh, Here's a coming up. We got a little parallel thinking. Oh. Uh, The first half comes from Thomas C. McCartney.
1: Paul's brother... (laughs)
0: I was about four or five when this came out, and for a while I thought the song was Walking on Broken Backs <laughs> slash blacks and was an anthem <clears throat> against racism and oppression. LOL. Very deep for a little kid looking back, I guess. Okay. This is like when uh, someone posts on Twitter, like, my, four- my four-year-old just said... Yeah. Uh, the Supreme Court, why Why do they get to make all the scissors <laughs> for a woman's body, you know? Mm-hmm. Isn't it their body, their choice? Never been more proud. <clears throat> Teardrop emoji. Right. A uh, similar thought, though, comes from Vicky867. Always felt, I heard, save me from the blacks. Hmm. Blast. Anyways, the song is in those medieval times. And I realize that they may have concocted those tones to avoid controversy.
1: Pardon?
0: (laughs) She's like, they made it sound like that on purpose.
1: Yeah, so that the lyric wasn't actually blacks, but it sounded like it to get their point across. But,
0: But, 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 but. Vicky, get off Facebook. Yeah. Stop reading Facebook.
1: This is when, you know, they're like, ooh, there's symbolism in the song. There's symbolism in this, that, this. And then someone just takes it, like, too far. It's like, this isn't what we meant when we said there's symbolism. (laughs) (laughs) We just meant, like, the broken glass is a symbol of your shattered
0: self after a breakup. (laughs) Yeah, there's no symbolism for your misheard lyrics. Like, if you just didn't hear the (laughs) lyrics right, that's on you.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, Vicky. Scroll down, scroll down. What do we got? Scrolling down.
0: Uh, here's another comment from Rian Jen. I love the message of this music video. Be a stalker, act crazy, huh? ruin your former lover's wedding reception, and you'll get your man. Ha <laughs> ha! If that were the real world, a lot more people would be happy and crazy. <laughs> I think. God, I love any leddits. <laughs>
1: Okay, watch out for Re and Jen, everybody. Don't let them know when your wedding
0: is. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what happens in the video, but which everyone knows. It's so like, you should
1: always do everything in a music video.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's laughing at that concept, but not. If that were the real world, a lot more people would be happy. So, like, it would work. So, like. So if any, if you were stalking your lover and acting crazy, mm-hmm. and getting back with them, that would make everyone more happy. I'm not. I'm not sure. Right. If you crash your your ex's wedding reception,
1: everyone would be so much happier. And a little crazy, but so much happier. I
0: think. God. Jen, think harder. <laughs> uh, up next, we got Reply Guy Corner. Uh, the first half comes from Erin Chambers, female vocalist that can flat out blow. Her stage persona huh? is all first class. She is a remarkable, talented. <laughs> can you hear that flat out blow? Have you ever heard that? No, I was going to ask, is that a? I feel like for maybe a saxophonist.
1: Yeah, she can f- flat out blow notes. But yeah, blow sounds like bomb. She can flat out bomb.
0: Well, we weren't it's, the only uh, one uh, confused by this uh, Ooh, lingo. Good to know. Good to know. As Barca Leek leak replied, <laughs> Castrati are well known to have better voices than female vocalists, which is why they can blow, as you call it, the irony. What is Castrati? It's like a, ma- a male singer. <laughs> okay. Cool. Right, like. comment. She's a great female singer. Actually, male singers know all. They blow. Hang on a second. There are no Castrati singers today, given that the last known Castrati singer died in 1922, and castrating boys for this purpose was made illegal. Oh, oh, oh. Castrati is that thing where they like castrated boys. So they could sing high notes. Why is he saying Castrati are well known to have better voices than female vocals? How do you know? The last one was in like eighteen sixty or whatever. Yeah, you know, and like, is it, like you didn't a hear it.
1: Play on words, like which is why they can blow, as you call it. Like, is it a play on words? Like they they can't get a blowjob because they're castrated. I uh, do not know. Oh,
0: wait, is castrating cut off the balls? Cut off or... the balls. Oh, so they can still get a blowjob, just not a a baldo.
1: Yeah, just not a baldo. I don't know. This comment sucks. Get out of here, Barkley. leak Scroll, scroll past, scroll past.
0: Okay, here's a comment from Rochelle Bookholes. <laughs> I want you to pay attention here now, okay? Okay, thank you. I have loved this song since it came out in 92. I was nine. I am 33 now. This comment was written five years ago. I am 33 now, and I feel every action, every word right now. I am head over heels and desperately in love with a man whom I stupidly believe is leaving his girlfriend of seven years. This song hits so many levels on my heartstrings. My dumb ass is chasing him because I finally felt love, like real love with him. He will never leave her, but yet, like in this video, I'll grovel for him, which no one should do for anyone. I know this is pathetic, and I know what's right, but my stupid heart is getting in the way. And if it doesn't get better, we both worked together at a glass factory.
1: <laughs> what <laughs> is that? Is that a metaphor, or did they really
0: work at a glass I'm factory? I'm thinking this whole thing is a lie because oh, the math
1: is wrong. If they were nine in 1992, they were born in 1980 or 1981. So in 2017, when this comment was written, they would be
0: 36. Right. So not they, 30. Do so they either not know how old they were in 92, or, or not know well, how old they the are song now. Didn't
1: come out in 92. So maybe they just remember that they were nine when the song came out. Would that math add up? If they were nine when the song came out, like 86.
0: The song came out in 92.
1: Oh, duh, I'm thinking of the uh, the pre- <laughs> the previous song. Oh. Okay, yeah they dom. Not me. Not me Dom. I they mean I dumb.
0: think it was fake, but still.
1: We were together in a glass factory.
0: That's like a <sighs> that's a plot from a lifetime original movie.
1: Oh My gosh. Like we
0: worked in a glass factory. They and now blew we're together. walking on broken glass.
1: <laughs> but they can't get the rights to the song. So it's
0: some knockoff from Fiverr. Here's a comment from Robert Mertens, you know, I love your music, but the images that your music left in my mind are nothing like what I'm seeing here. I'm not going to watch any more of these videos because these aren't what I want to see when I listen to your music. I'm going back to the mystique that first sent me into such reveries, listening to you sing and leaving these videos behind. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think about that French,
1: French yeah. shit. <laughs> they never say what um they imagine the the music video to be. Just that it's mystique, right, and mysterious. But it's very. They're never gonna watch a music video ever again. Never,
0: never. Oh, Bobby gotta go Burns. back to that mystique that first sent me into such reveries. <laughs> Which means thoughts. Another comment here from Brony K. Everyone has looked at someone like that, then gotten that drunk, then made arse of themselves over someone. Don't lie. Everyone at least once. Well, I have. (laughs) Okay. I uh, cannot relate to that comment. I've never... I don't even really like the taste of uh, beer alcohol.
1: Mm-mm. It's, like,
0: too delicious for me. <laughs> I would never make an arse of myself. I've never made self. an arse
1: of myself either, because I'm American, so I just make an ass of myself.
0: Hey, you know what happens when you assume? You make an ass out of you and me.
1: <laughs> you know what happens when you are assume? <laughs>
0: you make an arse out of you and me. <laughs> uh, let's move on to a comment from Fast Eddie. Ugh. I don't know if I want
1: to. Sounds... Sounds like a euphemism, euphemism, <laughs> however you say euphemism,
0: euphemism,
1: euphemism,
0: <laughs> this was the reason why MTV was created, to show creativity in music in concert with video, unfortunately, it quickly devolved into yo MTV raps and pregnant at 16, or <laughs> whatever the hell it is, so sad,
1: Ugh, we'll get the name right, Fast Eddie. It's 16 and pregnant, okay?
0: I just like how, okay, pregnant at 16, like, I understand Mm
1: -hmm. what they
0: mean by that. But Yo MTV Raps? Yeah. uh, No. It's still music. That's just racism on your part. It's music, and they can be creative in music in concert with video in a rap video, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, have you even seen the video for Hip Hop Hooray by Naughty by Nature? It's like... Wow. Yeah, fast, Eddie. That's also set in 1700 France, if you didn't (laughs) didn't know that. Wow. Finally, our last comment comes from Muse Ken. I'm nobody. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Start over, sorry. I'm nobody. For real. I have music. Annie, you are not different. You're real. When they hit, you make fun of you. You're different. You're not. You're better than them, and they are afraid. That's why they hit you. They are in fear of you. Annie made friends with her bullies. No more I love you. Well, I love this woman. What the hell? <laughs>
1: what the heck? Is that some... Is that a journal? Someone's journal entry? Livestream of their...
0: It's the uh, world's worst SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> Normally, this is where I would ask you uh, which song you liked better, but I guess we know.
1: Yeah, I don't want to keep it as wait till the end this time. How about you? Uh,
0: I liked the first one better, Katrina and the Waves, Walking mm-hmm. on Sunshine. Just fills me with, like, a sense of hope, and that the whole world isn't bad, and that today could be another day. And while the other song reminds me of, ouchie, my fee, I'm bleeding. That's... A valid thought. <laughs> well, for more valid thoughts, make sure you uh, follow us all on social media, at Music Was Better. Yes, on Twitter. TikTok. Instagram. And Facebook. And we also have a link tree where you can find all the links. linktree slash Music Was Better. But yeah, we'll be back for more episodes um next week more summer celebration songs that are good probably for the summer summer songs that are good
1: summer jams
0: so please uh recommend this podcast to a friend if you know someone who um while they're singing likes to pretend that they're like an old black man singing r&b they might like this podcast so you should tell them about it
1: I don't know if they like the podcast. Maybe they'd like YouTube comments. Maybe not what we say about them, though.
0: That was something that Annie Lennox said. Oh, duh.
1: Oh, I don't have a brain. (laughs) Sorry. Come back next week when it's just been down because he fires me as a co-host. Never. No, thanks. (laughs) You're not firing me. Yet.
0: <laughs> okay, that's it.
1: Until next time, I'm Sammers, a.k.a. Two Crutches, Crutching on Broken Glass.
0: And I am Vintone, playing at Penney or Sears. <laughs> See you next time.
1: It's another beautiful day. Don't lose it to seasonal allergies. Take control. And
0: don't it feel good?
1: Talk to your doctor about Claritin. Just one Claritin tablet daily brings you 24 hours of non-drowsy relief from seasonal allergy symptoms. Claritin has a low occurrence of side effects such as headache, drowsiness, fatigue, and dry mouth, similar to sugar pill. I'm on don't lose a single day. Take clear control. And Take don't Claritin. Feel good?